Well, hello and welcome, welcome. It's another glorious day at Waffle Free Storytelling. Tina Constant here. And uh, you know the waffle is down in the show notes. Or drop round to www.tinaconstant.com for everything. But right now we're jumping right into today's story, which is called Racing the Sun. It's about Namoa. She sat under a fig tree and she watched the horizon. Today, today she was going to win. She had to. There was no other option because today it was her 16th birthday. So by now her legs had to be strong enough, her heart had to be fit enough, her mind had to be focused enough because all she had to do to be free to live the life she wanted to live was to beat the sun to her front door. Namoa! Her father, who was also the leader of their people, had shouted from the kitchen that morning. Just quits, he said. You'll never beat the sun, except that you will stay here forever to take care of your siblings and your cousins and your mother and your grandmother and your grandfather and me and your Uncle Bob. Well, <laughs> Namoa heard those words and chased them from her mind. Uh-uh, no way. She was going to choose her own life. She would not be trapped in this tiny corner of the world. She was going to travel and explore and grow and live. So Namoa dug her heels into the soil and waited. Because there were rules to the race. The moment the first ray of dawn glimpsed over the horizon, that's when Namoa could start to run. And she knew the route well by now. It started at the edge of the forest, crossed the grass plains, over the three rivers that sometimes flowed harder and faster than Namoa could swim, through the marshes, along the ridge where the leopard slept, across the fields that her family had farmed for more generations than she could count, and finally to her front door. If... On her 16th birthday, she could beat the rays of the sun to her front door. Then she would be allowed to choose the life that she would live. And every day since she could walk, she had been preparing for this race. Now, she had beaten the sun before, so she knew it was possible. But on all of those occasions, the day had been perfect. The wind had been soft and the rivers low, the ground firm and the leopard, who was usually alert and hungry, had remained sound asleep. On those days it seemed like Mother Nature herself had cleared the way. But celebrated as those days were, they soon drifted into distant memory because it didn't matter that Namoa won on that day. What mattered is that she won on the day. But Namoa could never tell what she was going to be faced with each morning. There were a hundred things that could slow her down. The river could be too high, the gazelle could be trapped in the thicket and need help, 
or the leopard himself could block her path. Something would always get in the way, trap her, trick her or distract her. That was the only thing that she knew was guaranteed. Even so, every day, Namoa started the race with one thought. Today, I will beat the sun. So, that morning, she left the house well before dawn and walked the route to where the race would begin. Like she did every morning, she studied the land, looking for anything that might trip her up. She dipped a stick into the bog to find its edge. She pressed her feet into the soil to test its grip. She spoke to the gazelle and told them to take care and not get stuck or lost because today she needed to focus on one thing only. She spoke to the river and asked it to stay slow and steady because today she needed to take the shortest route. She spoke to the wind and asked it to be soft and light and she tiptoed past the leopard silently asking that he sleep on. On this day, Namoa knew that her family would be up too. Breakfast would be cooking and they would all be waiting to see if Namoa would succeed. So, standing at the edge of the forest, Namoa's belly ached. She turned to the horizon. It was dark and black with a hint of violet. Today the sun would be strong. She felt it in the air. Like Namoa, the sun was ready and like every race, it would not be lenient or forgiving. It would not let her win just because she was a child. Every day the sun ran its best race and today would be no different. With a cry. Namoa saw the first ray flicker over the horizon and without a single pause she dug her heels into the earth and she ran. She didn't notice how hard the stones were on her feet. She paid no attention to the thorns against her skin. She ignored the cold of the river or the heat of the fire ants clinging to her hair. Namoa ran. But from the the land seemed to conspire against her. She crossed the plains, scattering a herd of gazelle, splitting a young buck from his mother. The tiny buck caught sight of Namoa and ran behind her. Namoa shouted for the buck to go back, but the little beast with his big brown eyes didn't understand and chased after Namoa like this was a wonderful new game. Namoa kept running the buck at her side, through the river, over the cliffs, and to the place where the leopard slept. If it had just been Namoa, she was sure she'd have been able to sneak by. But the scent of the buck and the clip-clopping of his hooves woke the leopard. The great cat growled. He stretched, his eyes gleaming in the breaking dawn. He leapt from the tree and in three easy bounds picked up the chase. Namoa glanced behind her. The cat, all muscle and jaw, tooth and claw, was gaining fast. The tiny buck 
panicked, ran left, ran right, stumbled and tripped. Namoa yelled and threw rocks at the leopard as it gained on the terrified calf. The leopard was less than a dozen strides from the buck when Namoa threw another rock, hitting the leopard on the shoulder. The leopard paused, then turned his attention from the gazelle to Namoa. And Namoa ran. Knowing the land as well as she did, she dodged through the marshes, leapt over the bogs, waded through the streams and plunged over the waterfall without hesitating. Hearing the pounding of the giant paws at her heels, she darted through the undergrowth and flew over a ravine. Feeling spit from the leopard on her cheek, she vaulted the fence that surrounded her family farm. It was a straight line from where she was to her front door, but she didn't turn when she heard a growl as the leopard gained on her. She didn't pause when she felt the heat of his breath on her neck. Namoa ran with one focus. Ahead of her, her family cheered and shouted. She saw the whole village wave and call her name, pulling her to them, and still Namoa ran. She ran like every fibre of the earth was connected to her. She ran like the heat of the sun itself was burning her back. She ran and didn't stop until she pressed both hands to her front door. For a moment there was silence. Only then did Namoa turn. The leopard! Where's the leopard? Her family and her friends looked at her and frowned. What leopard? Then Namoa looked at the sky and the whole village erupted with cheers as the sun, a close second behind her, touched the step leading to her front door. Well... For the rest of the day, the village celebrated Namoa's victory, but Namoa did not. Instead, she walked back across the fields, over the river, and to the cliffs where the leopard hunted by night and slept by day. And there, under the tree, was Namoa's father, smoking a pipe, humming a tune, and sunning himself beneath the great sky. So, her father said, what is your choice? How do you want to live your life? Namoa smiled, and for the first time she knew what she really wanted. I want to raise the sun to my doorstep every day, she said, with the wind in my face and the rain in my hair, and a leopard at my heels. And on that day, Namoa took over from her father and became the leader of her people. And with her power and dedication, courage, care and love, they thrived. <laughs> well, that's it. That's it from Waffle Free Storytelling today. Have a beautiful, spectacular, worthy day. And uh, drop around to www.tinaconstant.com where uh, you will find the Waffle Free Storybooks uh, and a heap of other stuff <laughs> to keep you going and entertained. So uh, 
enjoy and I'll see you there. Do something, just do something special today. Uh, I'll see you next time for something weird and random from the universe. Okay, bye-bye now. <laughs>